my next guest, she's a professional boxer with a record of one wins with zero losses. She's coming off her first win, her debut win that came in May 28th when she defeated Leanne Calderon. Please welcome onto the show, Devani Cuevas. How you doing, Devani? Hi, sir. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for uh, taking the time. You know, it's a Sunday here at the time we're recording this. Thank you for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me, of course. Yeah. No, no, for, for sure. Uh, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited for this. Um, I'm not really used to the interviews, so I'm sorry if I stutter a little bit, but um, I'm excited for today. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're doing great. You're doing <laughs> good already. Um, how? So I have a question. How has life been for Devani Cuevas after making her professional debut, after you made that debut? How has life been since then? Oh, it's been good. Um, it's definitely not as stressful as before, because whenever it was during camp and all that, there was a lot of stress, a lot of um, dieting, you know, and of course, I couldn't make weight. I was out. We were supposed to fight at 122. I'm always underneath 122. So it was really hard for me to go all the way up. So that was mainly the stress, you know, the weight, like I can't make 122. And after the fight, now I can, it's like a weight is off my shoulders. I'm a little more relaxed. I go to the gym and I'm not as much as pressure as before. So I still put in the work, but it's not as harder, as hard as, you know, whenever I was training for my first fight. So now you sure you're uh, planning to fight at 118? Um, probably. Yes, sir. Uh -huh. okay. I can, I can make the 122, 120s uh, weight. I'm always underneath that. So. It's yeah. yeah I, I think with people, I think a lot of people don't fail to understand is also if it's about, like for you and your in, in your situation, I mean, you're trying to like build that weight up healthy mm -hmm. as well. You know, it's not just him <laughs> a doubles and, and just pounding fries, yeah. and just calling it a day. You know, uh, there, there's yeah. a, a right way to do things like that because people, I'm sure people will tell you, oh, just eat McDonald's or something like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. People yes, will tell sir. you that. Yeah, just eat, eat whatever. And I'm like, I can't. It's not that. Like, I try to eat that before. And when yeah. I go to the gym, it's draining. Well, so, yeah, you're just slug, you feel sluggish. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, the, the, the life of a fighter. Well, talk, talking about, you know, your, your debut fight, we're talking about life for you after. I mean, so stressful situation for you. I guess you're trying to make the weight. You're training your skills. This is a pro fight. Did you do any uh, amateurs before this? Yes. So for the amateurs, I had, I believe, 18 bouts, and I've only lost five of them. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't really go to nationals or anything because, as I said before, I was, I'm from the race, so it's harder for us to go to nationals. So I did have some amateurs. Um, I did, I think I sparred around Leanne before, but I didn't really remember until my dad showed me pictures and she was like, he was like, who is that? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's Leanne, you know? But yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Did that feel a little awkward uh, going into your first uh, fight with that, like that? No, it didn't. I felt, I felt calm. I felt ready. Um, I had already, you know, the feeling of what it is like to be punched without a hit gear before uh, in the gym. That's what I used to train like that before. Um, so it didn't feel as awkward as I thought it would be, so. Oh, yeah. And uh, did you start your, uh, so did you start boxing in uh, Monterrey or was it until you got to here in uh, San Antonio? It wasn't until I got here. I was around 15, 16, um, freshman year, I believe, when I started boxing. And then after I graduated high school and all that, I took a year off from, you know, school and focused yeah. on boxing. And then, you know, the pandemic came around, so I had to go back to school and I stopped like training. Yeah, I stopped training for a few months until like, I believe last year we came back again. And ever since last year, we've been training. How, uh, why, why do you say boxing? 
why go this route? Why go, why try to do this, you know, professionally on here? What, what's your story behind that? Why go, why go professional? Well, why do you, why do you even start boxing in the first place? I mean, you, there's, there's other things, obviously you can do no secret. Um, but mm -hmm. I mean, why'd you decide to go, go into boxing? Well, uh, my family, we have a lot of boxers already. A lot okay. of my uncles in Monterrey, yeah, they, they fought professionally, two of them, and two of them here in Houston, they fought amateurs. So I remember back then when I was little, they would be watching them, you know, on the TV. It was, I believe, Sundays or Saturdays, and they were watching them on the TV, and it was like the whole family would gather together just to watch my uncles that were professionals. So it's like I grew up around that environment a little bit, and then around whenever we moved over here I was a little reckless I'm not gonna lie I was a little <laughs> I was a trouble kid yeah so I, 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 kept asking, <laughs> I kept on asking my mom I was like can I please join like I want I want I want to do a sport and I don't like soccer I don't like basketball or volleyball so I was like you know what boxing and ever since then you know she was like at first she was in denial she was like that's not a girl sport and then oh, after it took a lot of convincing for her to actually let me in. And once she finally did, um, I've been here ever since then. So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy how times have changed now, though, as far as like in sports, especially like, so like with combat sports, you know, whether it's boxing or let's just say MMA here. I think I stopped categorizing. And we do. We stop. I stopped thinking, oh, this is a male bout. This is a female bout. Because if anything, I mean, there it's all competition and fem females and like females, I guess, because that's what, that was the bar a long time ago. Oh, the males and females, but females put on some memorable fights. Some of the best fights I've seen have come from females and they've really upped the action. And if anything, it makes you appreciate the sport more. Like yeah. I was watching, uh, was it the ultimate fighter? I don't know if you follow MMA. Mm, but, uh, not really. <laughs> well, they had, they had this competition, and uh, these two female uh, fighters between uh, Claire Guthrie and uh, Juliana Miller, amazing fight. One of, some of the, one of the best fights there. So I think it's good to see now that times have changed, and, you know, I think females can hang, if not even put better performances than, than some male athletes that we've seen. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's great. Um, so talking about your career and how you got started on there, um, so at what point – did you actually like like lace them up and go to your first practice? Was it Monterrey or was it when you actually like got here in uh, Texas? It was when I actually got here. So I've been here since I was 11. And okay. when I started high school, um, it was here whenever we started. I started at RGBA uh, mm -hmm. back then. And then after that, you know, I met my coach, Coach Alex. And from there, I've been with him ever since, ever since I was like 15, 16. So yeah, we started at RGBA over here. How did your first uh, amateur fight you? Oh, <laughs> so the first one, I was nervous. It was my first time going in there. So I believe I fought, I don't know. I, I can't remember her name. It was uh, a Randazzo's fight, I think. It was a Randazzo show. And I the first round, they stopped it because I wasn't throwing. So I went in there and she just like came at me and I didn't, I didn't know how to react. So after yeah. that, like I froze and they stopped the fight. So that was the first fight. The second fight, I was, I was 15. Yeah, I was 15. It I happens. It, yeah. I mean, you get shocked a little bit, you know, like someone's actually going out there to, to hit you and it's not a practice shot. Yeah. So after that, like, uh, you know, we, we went, we went back to the gym, we kept on training and then my second fight came around and I fought, I believe her name is Amanda. Yeah. Amanda Sendejo. I fought her and she won. So I was like, okay, you know, in the third one, that's when I finally, you know, I started winning from there. 
And then one year we went to nationals and I lost against her. She's a, she's a pro now. Her name is Serena McCoy. I don't know if you know her. Not, or, not familiar with the name right now. Okay. So yeah, um, I fought her and I lost against her, but after that, you know, we came back, um, won three years in a row golden gloves. And after that, my last golden gloves, it was 2021. And after that, it was just training for a professional. Now, when, when, you know, when things didn't go your way, right. And, and you lost, I mean, how, how did you handle that? Uh, what, what did you feel negativity? I mean, what did you feel inside? Um, I was the first time that I lost, I mean, it wasn't, I didn't really care, but once I, I started, you know, getting more involved in boxing and I would lose, I would take it like hard on myself just because yeah. it was like, it was, that was months of training and, you know, it all went to waste. So it was mainly like talking to myself more or at times, like after I would lose, I would just come home and sleep it off because, you know, I was, I was mad or I was, you know, upset with myself, not with my parents or with my coach because they did their, their part. It was me, the one that, you know, didn't do, didn't perform a hundred percent, like how they were expecting me to do it. How'd you, uh, how'd you, how do you use that to motivate you going to the gym the next day? Because, you know, a lot of people or, you know, some people, when you don't get the result you want the first time or second time, I think I find myself to be around a lot of impatient people, Devonie. Yeah. A lot of impatient people. And, you know, we all, and, and sure, you know, it's nice to try the first time and get the result you wanted the first time. Life would be a lot easier. But, I mean, it, it doesn't work out that way. It doesn't. So, I mean, what kept you going? What kept you wanting to put in the work there? That's the real challenge. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not, I don't have an answer for that. I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. And I hate losing. I'm really competitive, so I hate losing. I was like, you know what? One day I'm going to go back and I'm going to win. I'm going to beat them up. And, you know, that was my mentality back then. So I was really, I'm really competitive in that way. So if I lose or if I do bad in a sparring, I get off the sparring and I tell my dad, next week I'll do better. And yeah, that's, and next week we go back, spar the same person and I do way, way better than I did the first time. So I guess it was just like my competitiveness in a way. Yeah. Like I just kept, I just wanted to keep them going until I win. And so I proved them that I was, I was able to do the sport, you know, how they wanted yeah. me to do it. Yeah, you had a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What was your dad uh, supportive of of uh, you taking up boxing? Yes, he he was really supportive. He <laughs> said from the beginning, "Yes, let's go, let's do it." My mom was <laughs> the one that held back a little bit until now. He's the one that takes us to the gym. He's the one that you know he's there watching every sparring, every fight. And he's like, "Okay, look, you mess up on this, you got to do this better." And my mom's kind of the one that she's just, she doesn't like to go because she's like, I don't even hit you. She Why wants, to, you she wants to close her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. So, yeah, it was really now, supportive. How, uh, now, so, you know, you grew up, uh, so when you moved here at 11, uh, was it San Antonio where you moved into? Okay. Yes, sir. So you've been, uh, you've been here since you were 11. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Now, was there, you know, going into your first, you know, your pro bout, your pro debut here, you're in your, the city you grew up with. I'm sure you have friends, family members here. I mean, how did, how was the feeling like preparing for your actual professional debut versus like an amateur fight? Was there anything that changed or was it all the same to you? It was actually way different. Um, Like I said, it's just the weight back in amateurs, you know, it's more, they have more smaller weights and over here you're older and it's harder to find you a person you know that weights yeah, sure. 118 so the weight for sure was one thing and then you know the the type of training back in amateurs when I was getting ready for a fight I would it, it usually took me about a month or less than a month to be ready 
And even at that, I wasn't fully ready. It was always like the condition. And over here for amateurs, it's like, it's more like you have to be focused at, at all times in the gym, you know? Um, I remember Sundays, uh, Coach Alex for my pro fight, he would wake me up really early. We would go uh, run, run right there at home, either three miles. And then afterwards, you know, do workouts, like cardio workouts. And then I would spar three days in a row, whereas to back in amateurs, it was just one time, you know, run, you know, a mile and that's it. So it was just the training. It was harder, for, of course, than the amateurs, the amateurs were. Do you feel any kind of uh, any, like any more pressure? I'm sure, you know, fans, family going into the fight. I heard uh, someone once said that when you fight like in your home city, it could be an advantage or disadvantage either way, depending on people talking to you, wanting tickets or people wanting to just hyping you up, telling you, oh, I can't wait to watch you compete or fight or anything like that. When they don't sometimes realize that it's kind of like adding more pressure. And I think when you're fighting, you're just doing your own thing. You want to be in your own mind frame. I mean, I mean, what do you, what do you think about that? Or how was that for you? Did you feel like any added pressure in that sense? So at first I did, you know, whenever, like you said, selling tickets, you know, I had a lot of people there, they would come up to me and they'd be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to see you. Uh, you're going to do great. And it was like, okay, I can't let them down. I can't, yeah. they're going to go see me. I can't let them down. So as I was walking out that day, it was like, kind of like, I, I calmed down a little bit because before that I was really nervous. I was like, all these people are here to see me. Uh, my grandparents, they were here from uh, Monterrey to see me. So I was like, I have to. Oh, that, show they, they traveled over here. Yeah, they did. It was just for that, for that fight. So I was like, I have to show them that, you know, I can do this. I have to show them how to make them proud. Not only them, but also like all the people that came here. So at first it was really, really like um, stressful. It was like more pressure on me. But then at the end of the day, I kind of use that pressure to show my skills in the ring a little bit. So after, you know, the first round, it was over. I was like, okay, I'm good. I got it. So. No, you, you had really great movement there. You, you moved good. You kept a, up a, a great pace out there. You know, I saw you land. I saw her get a couple in, you know, yeah. did um, that punch feel different? Your first, your first punch in a, under a professional setting. Did it feel different? Uh. It honestly didn't. Um, I was expecting that it was going to hurt a little more because my coach, he kept on saying they're eight ounce, um, ounces gloves, so it's going to hurt more. And she's she's heavier than you, so of course her punch yeah. is going to be, you know, it's going to hurt more. So when she hit me at first, I was like, okay, I can take this. I, I think I can take a few more. And after that, it was like it was goal time. So after I felt the first punch come in, I was like, okay, it, it didn't hurt as much as I thought it would hurt, you know. Back then, so because for my first fight in amateurs, I remember it hurt like you remember hell, that but, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this time it was it wasn't it was different. It didn't hurt at all. I don't know. I guess it was just my mentality. It yeah, was like sure. yeah. So I don't know. It didn't really hurt as bad as I thought it was gonna hurt. For sure. I, I just I, I laugh a little bit when you say like your amateur one because I remember <laughs> just in general just anything that you do like oh my goodness this is gonna be bad this is gonna be bad or this is gonna hurt and you're like oh my god this hurt me a lot more than i thought and you just like yeah. all these scenarios in your head and you're just like damn it like yeah this, this thing okay well i'm happy that didn't happen i mean you didn't show it there it looked great um you know you you put on one hell of a performance it was great constant movement i thought i thought you won that round i was kind of surprised when they went majority i was kind of surprised <laughs> there a little bit myself um, when the when that fight finished, did you feel like you did enough to win? I feel like I could have. There was things that I didn't do. Okay. Um, I feel like I could have done a little more. Could have pushed myself a little more. I don't know if you saw the first round. I 
throw away, I threw a uh, hook and she kind of wobbled a little bit. And yeah, as I, I was, remember. you know, as I was the next day, as I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I could have done more. could have, you know, followed through instead of just stopping, you know, kind of stopping, giving her space or all that. So I feel like I did good, but I didn't do what's quite, I stopped doing things that I should have done back then. I felt like it was just a little bit of an adjustment. Like I think the first round you did solid. I think it was, again, just a little bit of an adjustment there. I thought you moved great. I was actually uh, next to Rick Morones, like right there. Like really? right, yeah, like right there, right, uh -huh. right where the ring was. Like I, I, I'm telling you, I was telling my other friends, man. Now I know like what it feels like to get people sweat on me. Like I was sitting so close. <laughs> people will tell you, like if you sit so close, man, like oh you're so yeah. close, you'll feel the athlete like sweat on you. Nah, man, yeah. I got some sweat that day, man. I, I Ew. legit like that, that that uh, what is it uh, that that saying proved to be true. Like wow, this actually happened. Like because I was sitting where I don't know if you knew where like Rick was sitting. But I was yeah. at the table right, yeah, right there. I was right next to him. Oh. Great guy, great guy. But I remember that. Yeah, I got some sweat a couple of times. I'm like, oh snap! Like, this is close. I'm as close as getting sweat from like athletes. Yeah, gnarly experience. <laughs> gnarly experience. Gnarly experience. But the fight was great. You won. I mean, at the very beginning, when you saw the first judge say it was like a draw, I was like, oh my goodness. No one likes draws, right? Yeah. I, right. I, I thought it was going to be a draw. I was like, okay, they say draw, so I have to wait. Like you said, I'm really impatient at times, so it was like, <laughs> I have to wait. You have to wait. Yeah, don't you just hate the pause, though, too, when they're announcing these scorecards? You're just like... Yeah. I'm sure mm -hmm. for you, it takes... Uh, it feels like forever. Yeah, it does. It but, does. But when you got your hand raised, how did that feel? Oh, that was an amazing feeling. Um, Whenever the, the fight finished, I asked my coach, I was like, how did I do? He was like, I think you did good. He was like, we'll see what the coaches, you know, what the judges said. But on our end, they all think that I, I won. So whenever I they raised my too. hand, thank you. Whenever they raised my hand, I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, I did it. Like, it was kind of a relief. And it was like pure excitement. And it was like, I was, I felt really blessed. And, you know, first of all, that I, I got to step out of the ring. Um, and I was still able to breathe because a lot of females I've been hearing that, you know, I want to stay out of the ring. They die because of the punches that they they were, you know, they were yeah. getting. So I felt really blessed that me and her, we didn't get injured at all. And yeah, of course, sure. more blessed that, you know, I was able to win and I was able to take, you know, take it home with me and with my parents and with my grandparents as well. How was the reaction to your family? I mean, I'm sure speechless, right? Yeah, my grandparents, they were crying. My grandpa, he was a really, uh, back then, he was a really good athlete whenever he was younger. So his dream was always to go pro, but for one thing or another, he wasn't able to go pro on his sport, which was soccer. Um, and my dad, he was really good at soccer too. So it was like, he was also going to go pro, but you know, my dad, he, he wasn't focused back then. So he didn't go pro. And then it was me, the first one out of all his, you know, grandkids that went pro. So he's like, and so this day he's like, how is my champion doing? How is my pride doing? Like, you know, right. he, it was really, it was really, really like emotional to see him like that because I don't really get to see that side of him, you know, that proud side of him. And he, that's what he was, you know, towards me. He was really proud as well as all my family. I'm happy to see that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure friends, family flooding you with texts and, and great messages, right? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, what motivates you, Devaney? What motivates me? Yeah, what motivates you? What keeps you going? So uh, I was telling my mom the other day that uh, if I ever have kids in the future, I want to be able to give them 
the opportunities that I probably didn't have or, you know, the life that I wish I could have had when I was younger. So it's just that constant, you know, thought in my head, like, okay, I have to do good because I don't know if I'm going to have kids or even for myself, I want to have a better future than what, you know, my parents had. I want to be able to, you know, be able to have my own house or be able to, you know, have all these other things for myself. But I, most of all, like, I want to be able to prove the people that used to say, like, you know, you're not going to do anything. I want to prove them wrong. I want to prove them like I can. So that's mainly my motivation to keep on going. Absolutely. And uh, so what's next for you? I mean, what, what is your goal? I know, uh, I believe uh, Rick Morones is having another event. I believe that's on August 20th. Are you planning to fight there? Is that is that your plan? Are you trying, trying to get more fights uh, to end out the year here in 2022? So um, we are actually in his card as of now. We're just looking for an opponent at 118. And of course, I want to get as many fights as I can before the year's over. I want to get my name out there uh, mainly because, you know, there's a lot of promoters, a lot of really good promoters, and I want to be able to sign to, with one of them. So I, I want to be able to have more fights and for them to know who I am and what can I do. But definitely, what is your goal in boxing now? Not just 2022, but what do you want to accomplish in sport of boxing? Um, I want to be able to have a belt at least once. Um, I don't I don't mind what age I am. I just want to be able to have a belt. I want to be able to be a champion for sure. And then whatever whatever God has in store for me, of course. Well, you're definitely on your way there, Devaney. Um, as we're ending the interview, is there anything you want to let the audience know before we sign off here? What was that? I'm sorry. Is there anything you want to let the audience know before we sign off here? Yes. Um, I want to say thank you to you first for having me here. It was an honor. And I want to be, um, I want to say thank you to my coach and my family for always being there for me and for every person that supported me throughout camp or, you know, during the press conference, there's a lot of, a lot of people that I didn't know. They wanted, you know, they were like, Oh, you're going to win. You're going to do good. They were supporting me, even though they didn't know me. So I want to be able to, I want to thank them for showing support the day of the press conference and the day of the fight as well. Thank you, Devaney. I'm, again, I don't doubt that you'll be on your way to accomplish your goals. Once again, professional boxer, 1-0, Devaney Cuevas. Thank you again, Devaney. Thank you so much, sir. You have a great day.